0: And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about. Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can also follow the show. More importantly, that is at HEFpod. Follow us us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash H-E-F pod for all the latest Eintracht lang- uh, English language news all in one spot. So I don't do this show alone. Never alone. Well, I always try not to be because, you know, that kind of is a little monotonous when you're just talking to yourself and trying to come up with things for everyone else to talk about. So I got a full panel today. Back uh, by popular demand and Practically the Great White North. Well, it's probably getting cooler there. It's uh, <laughs> it's Chris in Detroit.
1: Hey, Brian. It is cold and wet
0: here. Uh, I need to get out of here. It's getting miserable already. <laughs> well, I mean, get in your canoe and start heading south towards Ohio. It'll be frozen over by the time I get there. <laughs> <laughs> to the east, I go... Uh, down the I-70 route uh, from my home in Kansas City to St. Louis, where Nathan resides. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Hey, Brian. Getting a bit cold here, I'm
2: sure, is same as Kansas City, but probably not as cold as good old Detroit. True
0: that I can only assume. Though you are uh, beautifully repping your uh, St. Louis FC uh, yeah. shirt and flag in the background as uh, the the end of days is... Drawing nigh.
2: The clock is ticking. Their last regular season game ever is tomorrow. And hopefully they'll make the playoffs.
0: The end of an era. uh, I'm pretty sure it will be really rough. But, uh, you know, uh, they decided to close doors with the whole MLS thing coming. Uh, Well... uh, there is a third person who is joining the panel it's been a long time it's almost like as though he was in exile but if you go further and further east then cross that water that they call the atlantic and then nestled in (laughs) Hesse is a roman in Frankfurt.
3: (laughs) exactly what's up (laughs) so glad to be back here um yeah, I have to admit, I I was a little bit fed up with with soccer a little bit. I have to admit, you know, it's like, yeah, it has been tough. Um, And also with all the travels and leaving the US, I mean, or fleeing the US uh, when the whole shit hit the fan. And um, yeah, so back in the here, between here and Ireland, and I mean, traveling itself is not fun right now, as you might can imagine. And uh, yeah, so... But I'm I'm happy to be back, and it's seven. It's uh, in the 70s here. I don't know whether it's is it going to be the warmest compared to you guys yes. or um, For sure here. <laughs> okay, yeah. I went to I, I went on a on a nice little run this morning. Oh no, in the in the after in around noon, a nice little run, and uh, yeah, 20 degrees Celsius, 70 68 70 Fahrenheit. Nice. It's getting colder here too, though, yeah. but still a little bit warm. Well, you know, we got the harvest going on right now. It's harvest season. So I got all my friends there like, oh my God, Roman, you got to come by. We got all these trees full of apples. You know, the apples got to be shaken off the trees, got to be packed. They're got to be shredded and then pressed, you know, to have the good old apple wine uh, wow, in about man. January, February. So that's that's why actually I got here from Dublin because I, I'm needed, you know, with um, getting the apple wine ready. A field so. hand. <laughs>
0: That sounds awesome. Uh, I
3: I got my friends. You know, they bought a new piece of stretch of lawn. You know, they have like 11 more trees. Oh, wow. And uh, they used to have like five trees, of which four were very young, so they didn't have a lot of apples. So, only one big tree. So, now they get 11 30-year-old apple trees that are like in full swing. And um, I don't know how many liters, probably two thousand, three thousand liters they wanna get out of it. Holy cow. I'm not gonna be able to drink all of this, you know. So that's gonna be some more work. I have no idea what their what their plan is. I mean they gotta start selling that shit. But, you know, they're not the best marketing marketers. So let's sure, see how that's gonna turn out. Yeah, Right. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I I wish I could I mean so my plan is actually so I gotta start planting apple trees, I got to, somewhere in California, I need to buy a stretch of land, super cheap, somewhere far out, whatever, just plant, you know, like five, six, seven apple trees, let them 10 years, you know, just like do whatever you want to do, just grow. And then, you know, then I have like some source to get apples, right? And I got to do the same thing in Ireland, like all the locations where I want to end up, may, where I may want to end up at some point, I got to have my apple trees, <laughs> right? Right, that's... Anyways, a lot of land in them there
2: California way. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah, but most of it burns down. That's like the problem, right? Because like the problem is, the forest management is so horrible. You know, (laughs) 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 you gotta understand. You got we got acres and acres of woods, and nobody goes there with a rake and rakes the forest. (laughs) Yeah, and you gotta look in Germany. In Germany, we rake our forests regularly. Like all the Germans have mandatory rake service to do. Right? Well we go in our woods and we <laughs> rake you know our woods so that they don't burn down. It's that easy guys. Science. I don't understand. <laughs> it's yeah. And I tell my California friends like guys, get your rake out, go to the redwoods and start raking up the forest. You know? I mean give me a break. That's, easy. That's what we guess. you
0: know. And
3: that would just And like you- pick up all these pine cones. <laughs>
0: That would just be one less problem for Californians, <laughs> you know. Aside from some people who live in Washington D.C., but that's going in a different direction <laughs> as we already have here. Yeah, where
3: well, the wine is now burning down, right? So that's going to be tough. Like it's, now, it's going to hit the wine. All the wineries are like burning down, uh, and um, yeah, I d- and they should start raking up those wine th- wine vineyards as well. You know, it's like
0: oh, well, Missouri
2: vineyards just... have saved. Uh, California vineyards before we'll do it again
0: exactly exactly <laughs> love it <laughs> you know we got all right back to yeah, sports sorry it's okay it's but... okay we talk normally about I oh, know go ahead Brian Frankfurt here and why don't we yeah. just talk about I Frankfurt 3 BSA 1 uh, before the match. It should be noted that some people on this podcast were really being uh, negative Nancys. And yet, then we all got showed up. Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who you're Uh, talking about. I don't know who I'm talking about at all. But hey, you know what? Three points in the bag. Uh, Once again, there has been another uh, win at the Olympia Stadion in Berlin. Kamada once again uh, getting some assist action. I mean it's not it wasn't as pretty as it was last year when when he did that unbelievable flick onto uh, to Andre Silva and Silva just did the back heel just for just to not be left out <laughs> but let's put it this way if you take out the last oh I don't know 15 20 minutes, that was incredible by the Eintracht. Uh, we set up with the back three of Abraham Hasebe, and Hinteregger, And well, yes. Okay. Costas went down and we can talk about that a little bit later. Tori actually looked really good playing out on the right. And so it's yeah. made, uh, rumors of De Costas exit, uh, become, uh, quite likely, especially when you already have Chandler, who is the eternal favorite of the Frankfurt faithful, including those here. Um, a lot of the guys really did good. I mean, Illsanker didn't look too bad, which, let's be honest, no? that's uh, that usually doesn't happen. Uh, we already <laughs> talked about Kamada, how good he looked. Rhoda showed up and had a beautiful curling shot Whew. into the net, which, you know, ESPNFC immediately tweeted out that, yeah, that's a blinder. Which, you know, it totally was Silva. You know, slotted home his penalty. I think he he is our designated penalty taker. And not going to lie, I don't think he is missed yet for the spot. So, let's keep him on that yeah. duty. And Dost finally, it seemed like for the first time in forever, got himself a headed goal. Gentlemen, I'm just saying, this was, to me, a very complete match. And uh, I couldn't mm. be any happier than the way that it turned out. I mean, sure, Hinterreger kind of did hinteregger things and tripping over his own feet which can happen at times and then voila uh, it, we only won by two but hey i was very pleased with the way that things went chris uh, i'll let you kind of lead off with uh, uh your thoughts on uh the friday match so
1: i don't disagree uh we were the better side the majority of the game um, there was never a point where i felt we were being threatened that we were not going to come away with the win, even though it took us 36 minutes to get on the board. Um, but, you know, we were outshot, we were outpossessed, we were outpassed, but even in spite of that, we still played really well. I thought last week we complained about one-touch passing and short passing, and I thought that was actually a strong suit this time. So, any time you win on the road is good, and, you know, the hint to your own goal, it's, it is what it is, but... We had a nice, comfortable three-zero lead at that point, so I'm satisfied, hundred percent.
0: Nathan, anything to add to that? Because yeah. I think that you have uh, been wanting to uh, <laughs> add. I I don't
2: I I think I don't think we I think we were lucky that game. In mm. all honesty, I mean that the second half. Really. The, yeah. I think we played well the second half for maybe fifteen minutes, and. Somehow eked away solely on Trapp's performance in, in goal. That, so, this, I mean, the, the back line played pretty miserably in the second half, and the, and the middle, uh, the midfield was almost non existent. Anytime the back line cleared the ball, the midfield immediately coughed up the ball again. And to Chris's point, they, they would always get another chance on goal. So there's a lot to be, I don't know, there's a lot to be critical about my, from what I saw. I do I do think Ilsenker played pretty well. Uh, the one big positive is that Core didn't play for me. <laughs> 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 uh, honestly, I... Keep I, that I, card count down. Yeah, right. I mean, Roda put in his uh, basically once a season uh, beauty that he typically has. So it's nice to see that. Hopefully it's so early that he'll put one in again like that. Um, but yeah, I, d- I think that there's a lot of, of things to be constructive about and positive moving forward that we didn't do very well in this match. Um, that being said, like, Suber played pretty well instead of Kostich. Um I was kind of curious about how he'd fulfill that role considering how world class Costage has been um so yeah i mean we played good i'm very happy with the result but i don't think we would beat a team that was that was in mid season form that so we have still got some improvements to do
0: Oh, i totally agree roman any
3: anything to add add yeah so i I'm, <laughs> I'm more with chris um here so i i haven't like especially the first half you know i've 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 never thought you know I I, I never thought the win was at, at at fear at risk so to say yeah, the second half wasn't so good but on the other hand we were already at a two, two point lead and probably like their plan was you know to you know to stabilize a little bit more on the defense you know maybe. I, you know, not going for the third, fourth, fifth goal, right? More like saying, okay, now we are leading 2-0. Let's calm down a little bit, you know, let's get some pace out because, like, they played really hard pressing, I thought. You know, I really loved it. You know, they just ran at the ball, you know, they would try it. They attacked the the Berlin, um, uh, you know, whenever they tried to, to, uh, to start something, you know, like Frankfurt players were, like, running on them. And so I I think it was also a very intense game, and probably they just had to slow down. That's I'm, I'm hoping, right, that they had to slow down in the second half. And there were already two points in the lead, right? So and then they th- scored the third one. And now if you if you do have third goals already in bank, you know why should you? I mean, you know, you just relax a little bit. You know, keep slow. I mean, now now it's their time. Now Herta has to make the game obviously, right? You're like, okay, we're here three points up. Now let let's let now you do that. Now now you keep playing. Um and and of course it didn't look too good, I have to admit, right? So I was a little and then when a the three one came out, I was like, Oh shit, not <laughs> that again, you know, not you know, now it's gonna be three two and then last minute, whatever the typical <clears throat> but usually so the Hatter the Hatter games and then I'm gonna stop. The the Hatter games are usually usually we make the game, we lead the we lead the game. And then they still win, you know? They get yeah. like two, three counterattacks and then they win 3-0 and we're like, wait a second. we So now we did it. Not even the other way. We 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 were solid the first half. I think we deserved the two points in the the two scores, the goals sure. in the in the first half, and um, yeah. And in the in the second half, even though they were great, and I'm absolutely with you, um, Nathan, that uh, Trop here saved uh, saved the points to some extent because I don't want to know what would have happened if at early stage in second half it would have been two one, maybe then two two with Hinteracker. I don't know if we would have really pulled it off to the three. Uh, but uh, at the end, I think it was a good Friday evening game, solid, and yeah, I, I, and but that's also good, right? There's still something to 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 criticize about the game, and that they are not like, oh my God, we won the three-one, happy, happy, you know, let's just be dancing. You know, they still got to work, and they they got a reminder, and I think Adi Hütte really told them second half not to my liking.
0: I agree. <laughs> well, I think that we we have placed ourselves in a, in a good spot in the fact that um the three points earned on yet another away trip um I mean, played in front of next to nobody in the stadium, you know what's new? Ah. Uh, no, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> I mean, it's 4,000 fans in that thing. I mean, might as well have just let cats and dogs into the stadium as well. There, I mean, there wouldn't have been really much difference.
3: And it would have been different. It would not have been different if there would be 30,000 Berlin fans, right? So that's the other
0: that's thing. That's the hilarious I part. I mean. Uh, one can only hope that when it does come around for the the Berlin derby, or the home match for Hertha, that they can have a full stadium. Because we missed out on that during the uh, the last year. And so here's hoping that with – as was released that 8,000 Frankfurt fans can be in the stadium for Frankfurt versus Hoffenheim, one can only hope that, um, as out, that outbreak lessens and lessens in Europe after kind of it did a little bit of a rebound, uh, one can only hope that uh, more fans will be allowed in the stadiums. But let's—I want to mostly because we just love him so much. Kostic going down injured. It's going to be out for a bit for uh, ligament damage. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm just really glad that we have an Australian winger who has just been signed at Rustich. But, uh, and like, you know, there's rumors uh, and linking us to another German, uh, young German international uh, coming out of Italy. Though, I mean, I say links, but... I don't know, like... Here's a question. Um, Kostich out. Do we change our formation uh, specifically because we don't have someone who can play on the left or are we satisfied with what Zubra has done? I mean, where do we kind of fall in this? Because I think that uh, we're in... uh, We are currently in a moment where everything is really, really... uh, we we have no idea what's gonna happen next. I'm I'm anxious for Kostach to come back, but what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I don't think there's <laughs> enough on Zuber yet to really <laughs> make a decision. Um but it's comfortable. Uh, he's not as offensive minded, I don't think. But he's been okay.
0: Yeah, I think uh, playing against Hoffenheim, if he gets a start, he will definitely want to have a go at his old club just to, you know, give them the double middle finger. Just saying. <laughs>
3: but I might be alone in that. Nathan? Yeah, I mean, for a for, for- – no, but for Hoffenheim, yeah. definitely. I mean, he's definitely an option, you know. I mean, he he played these things in every every practice, right? So he knows and they know how to crack him or, you know, what to do and how to annoy them probably. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, Kostic obviously being out, is, is that's a really bad stuff. But um, I think it's, it's also, that's what they say sometimes here in Germany, some media say, okay, like it makes it unpredictable, Frankfurt, right? Because like the obvious, you know, uh, is is kind of out of the game, you know? Like everything is going th- through the left side, so now they don't really know: is it going to be more the right side, or are they gonna, still going to go for the left or s- center? So it's less Frankfurt is less predictable now, um, even though of course I would have preferred it to be more predictable and with <laughs> yeah. Kostich on the on We'd the We prefer
0: it that way, but I would almost say that but, uh, Rowan, you're kind of highlighting uh, the possibility that Hoffenheim will think, okay, we know how Frankfurt likes to play. That Kostich is so dangerous, but now they're like, okay zuber you know oh shoot we they might play more centralized they might kind of stay stick to you know their wide play i mean one of the things that we can at least exploit in terms of them is the fact that if we for if we work if we focus on our set piece uh plays that we'll be able to really uh kick their ass uh because one thing that they are not good at is uh uh, defended against set pieces. But, you know, then it's a question of I think then instead of Kostic taking them, do we prefer Kamada in that role of uh, delivering our uh, indirect and direct free kicks over Kostic here? Oh. Yeah, I think he's going to slot into that position
2: naturally. He took a lot of free kicks in years past uh, for us. So that makes sense to me. Costa's being out is 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 bad. It's clearly bad, but the, I'm guessing it's been on Hooder's mind that we need to expand our attack and and give and give some options so he's so that that left side was a little more um had a little more teeth behind it. So this will mm-hmm. give us some space to do so and like Roman said it'll make us more unpredictable, but it'll also open up we'll we'll get to see what uh, Ruschich can do on the other side, not necessarily in the wing position, but um, maybe open up that wing position for Toure or whoever else might play that role. Um,
3: and s- and the big advantage here is now now we now we don't have costage for about 3 4 games but most likely because of that we'll keep him for the oh, rest of the season point. right so that's, that's like a, a big point. advantage right i mean him him leaving is a good uh, was a good chance that he would have left i don't think he's going to leave now Right. So, um, yeah, now we got three games without him, maybe four, but we're going to have the rest of the season with him. So, that maybe, thank you, Berlin, if that, that saved us from that. But um, but maybe even that, you know, maybe the, the tactic, Berlin tactics, was like, okay, we got to take out Kostic uh, over the left side. And then when they actually took him out, because they, of course the plan was not to take him out, take him out, uh, they didn't know what to do. Maybe that's why, you know, we played so well in the first half. Um, because obviously they, they, in, in, in their uh, pre-game uh, discussions, they talked a lot about Kostic and how to take him out because that's how you weaken the Frankfurt match game. If you take the left wing out and then you you get your few chances. And uh, yeah, so that helped us on that, that end. So let's hope that, uh, I mean, on the other hand, we have to see that Hoffenheim just defeated Bayern, uh, right? Uh, so it's going to be They'll be prepared. Put it this way. So that's why I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. I'm actually confident because they're prepared what they will what will hit them. They're not going to take it too easy. And even they got a new coach, so it's also Hoffenheim's unpredictable to that extent. Um, yeah. It's definitely going to yeah, be a fun game. We can get
0: into predicting uh, what's going to happen against Hoffenheim in just a few moments, but. To switch away from a rather dark topic to possibly the brightest topic, the most entertaining topic that we ever have on this podcast, it is time for a hashtag. What are we drinking? Uh, I'm just kind of curious of what, cause we always bring in some really good, uh, pieces. Uh, Chris, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, last week I was drinking the Roknar rye whiskey out of Minnesota And I'm continuing that this week with a splash of apple cider. So it's nice and cold, but the drink is warming me up.
0: Oh, there you go. And considering how cold it's going to be in Michigan, I mean, uh, Lake St. Clair's, it's only a matter of days before that thing freezes over, and then you can play uh, pond uh, pond hockey on it, right?
1: (laughs) Can't wait. That's part of the year.
2: (laughs) Sounds
0: great. Uh, Nathan, the home brewer. Brewmaster Extraordinaire, uh, what do you, you know? Okay, I'm gonna stop pumping your tires right now and just let you and just let you say what you got.
2: Um, I just finished off a some iced coffee because I like to be freezing cold. Mm. So <laughs> I just got home. Uh, so I've been biking all week with Allison. I've been commuting with her to work when I work from home. So. Mm. Like, I'd like to commute with you. So, we've been biking all week and it's freezing cold outside. And I got home and I poured myself some iced coffee. I'm like, what is wrong with me?
0: But that's what I poured. So, that's what I drank. There you go. There you go. Uh, Roman, you have, uh, we're able to see you via our Discord chatter, which everyone can uh, go to our Twitter login and be able to, uh, our Twitter page timeline uh, for, and enter our discord chatter where you can talk to frankfurt fans from all over the world roman you seem to have a rather interesting uh bottle of beer uh
3: what are you drinking yeah so i'm having a sank bonifatius Zwickel keller beer uh, from fulda naturtrub and uh yeah it was i tried it because actually i i love these kind of you know, flop bottles as well, and it was cheap. Mm. So I know sometimes oh, I have to try good. new beers. Uh, so, all right. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm having. That's it's actually not that bad. Fulda is not really f- known for you know
2: cheap cheap beer, beer but... in Germany versus cheap beer in the United States. There's no comparison.
3: None at all. <laughs> yeah, as, as, long, as long as it says Rheinhalskebaut, you know, you're like <laughs> ah, you know, what can yeah, go wrong? Yeah,
0: if only. You know every brewery. Did you know that. seriously, <laughs> like if only every brewery did that. Um, so, whilst at this very moment, uh, I'm just kind of guzzling down water as the change of seasons always affects uh, my allergies horribly. Uh, what I am drinking though, as I picked it up just just last night, is uh, Schlafly's Oktoberfest uh Marzen. so gave that uh trial run um was not pleased with last year's batch but then again i think i had uh about 15 variations of margins last year so far i'm only on eight as i'm catching up to do, despite the fact that it is currently october but um i get a bit uh you know an average grade um again <laughs> these st louis companies are just failing me nathan you're laughing in the background
2: I'll tell you why they fail at it because that brewery only uses one, or well, for most of their beers, even ales and lagers, they only use one yeast, which is
0: a Kolsch yeast. So. Oh, so that's why the p- Kolsch is Pissing usself. me off.
3: <sighs>
0: well, you know. I'm- I I you can't you can't pick a winner every time so uh, well hey that's that wraps it up for hashtag what are we drinking and and in uh, segment one of hey Andre Frankfurt we'll be resuming in just a few moments with segment two so stay with. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: I'm fine.
0: Back, segment two of hey eintracht frankfurt talking all things eintracht after we uh talked about our wonderful uh choices when it comes to hashtag what are we drinking let's get to some of the moves that the eintracht has made in the transfer window because one of the comments that we did have uh coming out of efc Indy is amanda who leads uh, the group out there wanted to talk about uh with the transfer window closing on Monday, what can Eintracht be expected to do in terms of moves? So, Hruistik's, uh made the 1 million euro move uh, from FC Groningen uh, in Holland. Uh, we kind of talked about him quite a bit last week. So, finally getting him signed is a really big deal, and it just sucks that, you know, uh, we couldn't have employed him and Kostich at the same time. Um, Anyone, Roman, you haven't really had a chance to kind of discuss on it, but if if anyone does have a final opinion on Rustic being involved, we kind of already kind of went over that when we were talking about Kostich. Being down, anything to add to Rustic aside from, yay, we have another, uh, I think our second Australian who's ever played on the squad, or is it third? I'm kind of losing track.
3: Yeah, but I have to admit, I don't have a lot to add, just simply because, like, I don't really know him, I haven't really seen him play, I mean, I've seen, like, on YouTube, you know, like, a compilation of plays, but then, you know, like, compilation of plays, probably if I play, you know, um, you, you, there would be some funny <laughs> things to watch as well, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, but um, uh, there'll definitely be funny things to watch, but... Um, no, I mean, like we, we got to see. I mean, Groningen, and they've they've got out real great players in the past, right? So, but now we've got to see: is it going to be enough for the Bundesliga? Is it going to work out? Um, uh, we'll see. I don't think he's going to play tomorrow, right? I doubt that. Uh, I almost hope he doesn't because that would be oh my god, you know, like. Uh, and uh, we we got to see how how things are going, right? Um, I don't know let's let's hope it's gonna work out, so he has high hopes. I like that uh he chose us uh f- between Cologne and Frankfurt. he chose us right uh where good choice, but apple vine you know, for um, overcoach I hope it was such a tough this one he chose <laughs> yeah well i don't I don't think he knows yet about the whole apple wine thing, you know, so that's the they usually like at some point they do an interview with those players and they're like, okay, now this is the <laughs> stuff they drink here. And then they give him like a hand cheese, like this is the stuff they eat here. <laughs> They're like, uh, okay, do I really have to do it now, in front of everyone? Shit, I might have to. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you have, you have to get your digestion <laughs> set up for apple wine yep, first Steve. before you start.
0: Exactly. Drinking. You know, uh, we've got a uh, what? Well, we've yeah. already got one, uh, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> one uh, apple wine that he can uh, uh, sample through the club. So, but um kind of moving uh, on towards uh, another uh, move that has happened. So, Rono has officially left Chris's favorite keeper on the squad, and uh, we get uh, Marcus Schubert uh, from Chaka in the switch that we had. Uh, This kid... I really feel bad for him and the fact that what he how he was treated at Schalke. So, I know this kid is a promising young German keeper uh at age 22 uh came through at Dresden before making his move to Schalke and then so if uh it just bad timing and the fact that uh last year his first year at Schalke he Uh, I mean, his debut, but that was, like, right after Alexander Nubo had announced, oh, I'm uh, making my move to Bayern, and then he got sent off, and then uh, Schubert got literally thrust in there, and then Schalke went through their devastatingly bad time period, (laughs) which has since seen David Wagner... Uh, fired from his role at Schalke. This kid has got to be on no confidence. So I really, really, really hope that Kevin, that KT can uh, work with this kid to uh, boost his self-esteem because uh, either that or he needs to go to the Red Light District to uh, boost his self-esteem
3: that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, so, quick... I think it was a good move for Frankfurt for Renault, and for Schubert. I think it's a win-win-win-win situation, right? Um, for Renault, he he's got a chance to be number one in Schalke. We would have never had that here in Frankfurt. Um, for Schubert, it's, uh, it's it's good because like he doesn't have all the baggage. That he got at Schalke, right? So he's might gonna get the chance. I think there's gonna be one or two games, maybe three, four, where Trap is not gonna be able to play. We know that because like he likes to get injured as well. Trap is also a little bit older. Schubert is younger than Renault, so why not? You know, he's got a good chance, and he's a solid number two. Uh, maybe he can learn a little bit from Trap, and uh, you know, in two, three, I don't think Trap is gonna be here for five more years. So you know, eventually he can just take over if he's got the beef. If he doesn't have it then it's Viedbold. okay he's solid number two really good number two I think <laughs> better than Wiedwald definitely um and you know we we all I think we all safe you know and Renault he's too good for a number two I would even say uh, of course it's uh, it's luxury to have him as a number two but you know in his fairness he wants to play he needs to play um and to our again benefit, he's also likes to be injured from time to time, right? So I still want to see him one well, season tra-
0: without day. an injury. Yeah. He'll get right? a to have him as number him. one. Because that's a
3: well Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. But I mean, you know, he he got injured, you know, at practice. You know, so it's not that well, yeah. Um let's let's hope he's going to be better at it. So, yeah. I mean, the big question that I actually have is how good is Zimmermann? Right? Yeah. That's my question. Like how good of a coach is he? Um because um we can talk about uh, Renault or or Trap or whatever. I mean, we know that Mopet's Pets was a very or even Menger before um was uh, was a very uh, p- supposed to be a very good coach. I still don't know why Mopet's Pets was kicked out um eventually, but you know what is Zimmerman's experience? can he really bring up new players what is what is the role here you know is simmerman and maybe he is I'm not even criticizing it, and maybe he is an awesome coach for for goalkeepers but you know is that's what gotta be asked you know and that's what yeah, I he m- might have been in this coaching role out.
2: this quasi coaching role for quite some time in his position with the club anyways but yeah is it, how 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 often does that yeah. happen that someone rolls from a a position like that into a managerial
3: position right away in the Bundesliga I I never heard of it it doesn't mean maybe it happens at every at every um a club right I don't usually follow um the typical coaching the the, the goal coach yeah um, um careers, but I think it's a little bit weird, you know, they're like basically from the third from the third kind of, that suddenly, boom, you're the first from being the third goalkeeper on the roster um, to the number one goalkeeper coach um, even though in all fairness to Zimmerman he's always been like you know like a, a coach already like mental coach to other players as well you know building up physique he's been like the coach for all the players you know in the in the uh, in the gym you know to get their strength core strength body strength posture so he's always been on that end really well um so I hope he he, he did some studies on but yeah, I don't even know if he has like a, I a license. Know. Yeah, I know. You know, I think do they have licenses? This I the also the don't know.
0: First team uh, manager. I think that's where you need to have the license, and I don't think it's necessarily needed for the goal uh, keeper coach, though. I could be stand corrected. Uh, I mean, looking back on ha- having to take a look back on his career as a man. I mean, you know, uh, rising through the ranks at you know, through the Eintracht youth system, I mean, basically his entire youth career, and then he's uh, basically the starter for the, the reserve team back when we still had a reserve team, played in Heschen Liga, Regional Liga, then made his move to Darmstadt, where he got promoted from Regional Liga, uh, then Dritte Liga, then Heidenheim in 1860, before returning to us, where he was in the Zweite Liga. I think he'll be able to talk to Schubert uh, having where he was at least uh, the number one guy at a uh, Dinamo Dresden, you know, who, hey, yeah, like a uh, youth product is always a cheaper option when it comes to the wage bill than, you know, relying on, you know, uh, a Viedwald. <laughs> Sorry. Uh.
3: Yeah. Yeah but but we all have to we all have to admit it is going to be weird that we have a coach who never really played played mm-hmm. you know as the number 1 yeah. goalkeeper for Frankfurt you know, like he's always been the second and most of the time third. And I, I don't even, it's not even that bad. I mean, like the coach of Hoffenheim or Julian Nagelsmann, they never played, you know, first league uh, ever as right. a player and they're great, apparently great coaches. But um, uh, so, I and, and, and maybe it's even better to not have that baggage, you know, of, you know, being this, but it's, it's still, you know, you can still question a few things and, you know, point out, but hopefully he puts in a lot of, I hope he, a, I he reads a he reads a lot of books Those and know, talks to a lot be of ahead. coaches and to be fair. and yeah he's gonna know.
2: take it seriously he, he lives and yeah. breathes this club that's one of the things that I miss from his his sitting yeah. in as a color announcer on mm. on the broadcasts was <laughs> there's. Some great, there's some gold there. I I loved every time. He just, any time he can find a chance to take a shit on Offenbach, he will. It's so great.
0: Despite the fact that he was, wasn't he born there? Yeah. Wasn't, isn't he originally from there? I mean, it's hilarious that, you know.
3: Oh my God, let's not just talk about Um, this. If it is the point, let's not talk about it. you don't want to rub it into people, you know that's like where I'm like, you know people don't care about anything, but if you're born in Offenbach, it fucking says it in your in your in your i d in your passport, something you can never get rid of you know it's like the worst thing that can happen. You can play for Offenbach, you know like you can even live there temporarily. It's gone. You know, the minute you move out, it's gone. But if you're born there, you're just fucked every time. Every time somebody asks you, Can I see your ID? you know, like for fun, like look at the picture and everyone's like, You're born in Offenbach? Like I I got a friend who is actually and it's like so annoying. You know, it's like nobody talks about his a level exams or grades of whatever or performance <laughs> there and whatever. But just look at the fucking ID card, it says born in Offenbach. And every time you gotta fill out a stupid form, you gotta say born in Offenbach. <laughs> it will be humiliating. Too. You know, so don't rub it into old Zimmerman. If he is born in Offenbach, which I hope he's not, then you know, he it's nothing you can do his whole life. Even like on his death certificate, fucking it's gonna say born in Offenbach. Right, And how bad can it be? It's like the worst thing that ever happened to you was done right at birth and it's not your fault and it's going to haunt you all your life until your fucking death There are a few things death
0: certificate. that are certain that Offenbach is shit and death and taxes. There you go. Well, we got a little derailed there.
3: Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> living there is pretty shit too. <laughs> but... But on the other hand, it's cheaper, you know. Which is actually also interesting. You know, you got all these suburbs. They're, like, booming, like, prices, like, you know, for apartments and rents going up and up in all the suburbs. And fucking, you still get a f- cheap place in Offenbach. You're like, how does this work? You know, usually, like, as, as good old uh, Heribert Bruchhagen said, the tide lifts all the boats. But, you know, the tide does, like, a big, <laughs> you know, this is Offenbach. around Offenbach. So t- 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 <laughs> the boats in Offenbach are not as... <sighs> as much race as all the other communities around it. Anyways, I have to say that and for everyone living in Offenbach and and yeah, I mean That I'm is a classic Roman
1: ways, rant. We miss that. Yeah.
0: We have been missing that as well. Um so links uh going in, going out. Um I'm in Yunus, um, formerly of Glanbach, Ajax, and currently at Napoli, the guys had an absolute trip. The guy's move to Napoli has been absolutely horrible for his career, and it looked like he was a really promising player. Mm-hmm. And you know he can play on the left wing; he's a good attacking midfielder. Um, I think this is a perfect Bobic uh, possible signing because we don't know if this is going to be correct. Because Nathan, you always say it's this, the Bobic signings are the ones that you don't he- don't see coming until like. It's hours before it's going to be announced, and then everything just goes crazy. So, oh, we could we could sure use another, but I mean, uh, can we? I think that this guy, if we do make a move for this guy, he's got to be on loan because he's at Napoli, and those guys are the current owner is notorious for being one a dickhead and two a cheapskate when it comes to money and not being very nice when it turns comes to letting players go uh i can give off multiple uh reasons why and one of A his Brian rant <laughs> and one of his predecessors <laughs> if anyone has seen the maradona documentary on um, hbo uh his predecessor at napoli uh didn't let maradona go and then all the dr- the drugs started taking over him just way too much and then in his career imploded the way that it did and at Napoli, you know, he's not going to sell unless he sells high or if they basically just, like, retire uh, in that sense. And that is what has held that team back from, you know, being a top echelon team. But then uh, uh, Napoli is, until recently, was kind of a, a, as a club in Italy in transition because they had a player revolt that got Carlo Ancelotti. if you remember him from uh, his Bayern days, got him uh, – kicked out and yeah (laughs) this guy this guy has been on the outside uh the squad and hasn't really been able to feature himself in i originally thought that maybe we could get chucky lozano from napoli because his time over there was going really bad and then they he had a really good turnaround in the uh the chronopause like time, the return to play after the Corona break, which are way you want to call it. And Eunice is basically not featured at all. So I think we could revitalize this guy. Um, but I think more importantly is the rumors of DaCosta leaving. Um, we all love DaCosta, but is, yeah. are we, do we really want to let him go? Cause I mean, Hutter has been like, aside from that, point in time when the when we just got back from the Corona break um, he has featured a lot under Hutter and I'm kind of surprised that he would want to go to Schalke I mean it seems like you know throwaways only go to Schalke uh, which uh, Ozitka, Mascarell and Faramond already are there so I mean it basically is half a Frankfurt team already there and Ronald, yeah, who's think, just joined, obviously. Paciencia.
1: No, I think it plays into are are we going to build depth, or are we going to you know focus on starters in certain positions and just be a, a thirteen or fourteen person rotation? Um, I like the depth, but if he's not happy here, you know we should try to help him get where he wants to be.
0: I would agree, and because then if we are known for letting players do like what is best for their career, then perhaps, you know, between, you know, other players that people will be more interested in coming to the Eintracht because they know that they will be treated with respect. And I think that, uh, there's a lot that can be said for that.
2: Yeah. I wish, I wish we, I mean, I feel like we spent a lot of his value not using him last year that's the one frustrating thing because he could have he 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 had he I, at least there was rumor that he had put in a request for a transfer last year and we probably would have made a little more money off of that but yeah I'd like to see him play somewhere he's yeah I really like him as a player I like his personality his humor much like Zimmerman in that regard but um yeah I'd like to see him play he
0: shouldn't be a bench player I would, at least I would he's agree. no longer got that gut hanging on him because <laughs> that was starting to look that was a little too obvious whilst was uh when he had his first run out in like months you just looked at him like he was learning dude. a lot
2: from from ruse there <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh love you Rus. uh miss that guy i mean not that he was playing but you know just miss the character just yeah. miss yeah. the character
3: I hope I hope he I hope he stays. I th- I hope Da Costa stays. And I want actually I agree, I wanna see more of him. And I think like sometimes some players, you know, get they get so many chances and they get so many bad games and uh mm. you know, and I I feel Da Costa um I don't know, and also for his character, you know, I just love him. You know, every time you see him, like the interview is just a happy person. And I think he's also important uh for uh, when they say, you know, for um, for the locker room. And um but still I, 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 I mean he was on the brink to becoming a national player and of course you know when the when this whole thing with his mother kind of started um, I think that's kind of where, where where stuff a little bit changed I, I believe in him I, I think he's a cool player a great character and give him a few chances and yeah he does a few not so good games everyone does that and they get more chances um, and I don't understand why and then here's the other thing so Uh, I don't know why we're trying to weaken our defense in that sense so much, you know, Um, because I, I feel like we're buying like more people for the offense and I'm, I'm most afraid of the defense actually. Right. So I may be a little bit unique there on this one, but it's like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> I, no. Okay. Good. Because I always wanted. Like whenever I hear people talk about, it, it's like, oh yeah, we need people for the offense. Like, no, 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 no. I hate. I hate to to concede all the time. You know, it's like every time the same shit. You know, we're like playing well, and then they get like one counter, boom, and two counters. You know, like we we concede too many goals, and and I don't want to. Yep. Costa is, okay, he's a personal favorite, one of my personal favorites, so I, I'm a little bit biased, but also I don't want people from defense, and he's like almost an offense defensive player, which is, you know, you know, to to uh, even better, but, you know, we need we need more players for our defense, because obviously Abraham, he's not the youngest, Kasebe, he's not the youngest, and, you know, with uh, Touré and Endicca, uh, they're more younger if Endicca uh, comes back and, and I don't know we need we need more more solid uh, I mean Hinteregger for me is like the only way it's like okay boom he's a bank, you know, he's just the thing. And we need we need more support on the defense side, uh on my opinion. And I don't wanna have anyone go and why Schalke? Like give me a break. You know, I mean Baum, I mean like Hinteregger should just take Hinti if you're listening to this, just take your pal Danny by side, you know, and just talk to him like, do you don't want to go to Baum? I mean or Danny if you're listening go check out talk to Hinteregger and let let him tell you all about Baum how much he loved coaching under Baum the great way how Baum just or just ask you Schubert
0: how shit it is to live in Gelsenkirchen
3: Yeah, and and that of course, yeah. (laughs) But then on the other hand, that's a little bit tricky because um, uh, Danny Da Costa is actually from the Cologne area. Uh, um, I mean, that's where he grew up, so he's going to be closer, so he can basically live at home and uh, commute. Because nobody lives in Gelsenkirchen, like no, I mean they all live in Düsseldorf or whatever, right? So he can live there too. But uh, yeah, Danny, if you're listening, please talk to Schubert about. And and stay in Frankfurt. First of all, we love you. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, you should stay. And you, yeah. And Hutter, if you're listening, dude, don't give him more playtime. You know, he's great. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead. You know, he's he's great. You know. Or he had some good. Like, get him back on track. That's what you, as a coach, got to do. You know, he was on the yeah. brink to becoming the first national team player from Frankfurt, besides, of course, Kevin Trapp, but goalie third. Um, you know. So, dude. You know. It's your project. Yeah, because when
0: it comes to uh, guys in that role, whilst Toure is good, you can't just have one. And we have Eric Doom, who's still hanging around. I would rather kick him to Schalke because, you know, he already played in
3: blue. Brian... Where do I need to sign?
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe Schalke would Trade hesitate for some because training he's more Bay player. That's the only <laughs> thing I think that Schalke would hesitate on. But anyways, okay, guys. Um, before we get to Eintracht versus Hoffenheim, you know, did you know that last weekend there was another Eintracht versus Hoffenheim match going on? It was Eintracht Frauen versus yeah. uh, uh, Hoffenheim Frauen. Now I was, we were hoping for another victory, which would then give the Eintracht Frauen. Uh, nine points from nine. Instead, we had a nil-nil draw. I sure as shit hope that are that this Saturday match does not end nil-nil. Otherwise, we're all going to be pulling our hair out, uh, and <laughs> uh, it's not something that I want to nearly work with. But I am watching a little bit of the highlights. the uh, The Eintracht still, to me, looks like a team that's going to be competing at the very top echelon of the frauen bundesliga table and it's just a shame that we weren't able to get a win at the weekend but the fact that uh we posted i think that was our first clean sheet of the season and at least bodes well when it comes to at least the ladies defense but uh just kind of wanted to throw it out there uh for the result that happened, uh, this past weekend, which was uh, which again, uh, was streamed. Uh, we'll check and see on streaming options for the, Ein- uh, uh, the Eintracht Frauen and just a little bit when we kind of go over how to watch games at the weekend. So let's get to Eintracht men, uh, versus Hoffenheim. Um, in case anyone was living under a rock, uh, Hoffenheim at the weekend, uh, put a spanking on Bayern. Now, I put it mostly down to the fact that Bayern was literally coming off of like 120 minutes, you know, playing in Budapest against Sevilla. But, I mean, that's like – I mean, it it looked really they, demanding. They,
2: of any team, they have the depth to cover that. <laughs> yeah, if any team, of any team, they have the depth to cover Just that. Do it. Yeah,
0: But I put this down to the fact that they have one guy who can score goals – and uh, he did score goals, and that was uh, uh for Hoffenheim. He was able to bang in a few, and I think he now leads the Bundesliga in terms of overall goal scoring for this season on five, as I check my check my figures. So. Uh, you're hoping that uh, Bayern decides, hey, we need a Lewandowski replacement. Uh, just buy him now. Yeah, totally. Uh, keep him out of the squad because when that guy scores, Hoffenheim does well, or at least they have basically all of this uh, last couple seasons when it comes to them playing well. Uh, I will highlight um, some people might not be aware of who is currently sitting on the bench. It is Sebastian Honus who – if anyone recognizes the last name, uh, yes, he is the son of Dieter Honus, uh, a former German international and uh, player on Bayern, and Stuttgart and some other club that I'm not really all too aware of. And, of course, his nephew of oh, the Bastet, uh, Uli. I won't, you know, not going to miss my words there. Just saying. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's
3: it. the son of Dieter. So, you know, that's okay. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, this guy has gone through the youth ranks. Uh, he never really kind of played. He actually sued for Hoffenheim at senior level, but that was before Hoffenheim got the money. But has basically been a youth coach all through the system. So uh, RB, and then Bayern, and then got the reins of the Bayern reserve team. Led them to a third division title, which is you know no not a no slouch, not you know a small you know, accomplishment in and of itself, just saying. And Hoffenheim decided, you know, we're going to tap you up for our next guy and go figure that he would uh, have the team sitting right there along with Augsburg at the top of the table. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So, yeah, this is a team (laughs) that's going to be hard to – difficult to play against, kind of like playing in the – kind of like how some MLS clubs will find playing in Austin, Texas when it comes to playing in the middle of the summer, kind of like Houston as well, just horrible places to have to deal with. So (laughs) Uh, how are we feeling, guys? Uh, I think we need to kind of think about what is to come, whether it be good or bad. I don't know. It's a Dr.
2: Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation with Hoffenheim. A lot of times, especially with the the rumors of Kramerich going to Bayern, I do find it funny that that quote is circulating with mm. uh saying we don't we don't weaken other Bundesliga teams, <laughs> and right after they lost, <laughs> uh, looking to capture the guy that killed them. Um, yeah, so if he doesn't play, I think we stand a better chance. If he does. Uh, then we're gonna have we're gonna have a work ahead of us. <clears throat> so I don't really know what to expect. I'm glad we're at home. I'm glad we have 8,000 fans. That'll help a lot. Um, it'll be interesting to see who we field and who we do not. Um, I don't I don't really know what to expect from this game. Yeah,
3: it's definitely going to especially be especially with
2: interesting
0: what cost us out. I expect for I all I'm expecting is at least a uh, non-nil nil. Uh, match like what happened with the women Just saying <laughs> uh, I think that this game is going to be Kind of full of goals uh, Maybe not like Eintracht versus Hertha uh, Full But I th- It's not going to be boring I mean because Hoffenheim what, They figured out how to play against Bayern And the question is Are they going to even have a chance at find out how to play against the Eintracht Is the question I don't think that they are But you know Remember, I'm an optimistic uh, sob when it comes down to it. So, um, that being said, guys, let's get to our predictions. We're uh, we're at least feeling better than we were last week. So, when we were making our predictions, so, Chris, uh, it's time for a negative Nancy time for you. You
1: know what? I I was trying to figure out how to go there for you because I knew you were going to call on me first. Um, but I'm feeling positive on this one. I think it's gonna be as positive as Trump is the for the Corona. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, Sorry, we I have to. I think the Andres are, are gonna
0: score. Oh wow! Go ahead. All right, but uh, how many goals to which Andre?
1: So I think both Andres score. Uh, kramerich hmm. is gonna be playing to boost that that dollar amount. Um, He'll score one. I think Silva scores two. Frankfurt comes out two to one.
2: Yeah. Mm. All
3: Good. right, Roman. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to win this thing. You're being too quiet, Roman. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, but, you have. Know, I think I've, I have enough uh, time of my voice on the clock. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think we're going <laughs> to we're going to win this one. Uh, it's going to be a 2-0... Score, and I just hope they take the run. I I just hope that Hoffenheim underestimates. I mean, usually, you know, like remember us after we beat Bayern, we lost. Uh, so I, I hope it's going to be similar for for um, uh, for Hoffenheim. You know, they yeah, I think it was too easy yeah. for them to beat Bayern, and that sounds horrible to say, but you know, the tiredness and all these things we talked about. But um, yeah, They right.
1: just struggle to keep a clean sheet.
0: Yeah? yeah, we just
3: struggled to keep.
0: Uh, right. I think
3: uh, I think he dropped is... off. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Roman,
0: what what
3: what do you think scoreline yeah, is oh. going to get from yeah. So 2 0 two two oh. oh, it's uh, going to be, yeah. And hopefully like let's uh, yeah. And uh yeah, like I said I'm going to be there. It's going to be hopefully fun and I'm happy to share on the next part. Yeah,
0: you definitely need to send us some pictures to uh show what it looks like.
3: Uh yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be tweeting along and video singing, so probably I'll try to keep you guys updated as much as possible. And uh yeah, so Hell yeah. Um I I try to be as outgoing as possible. Well I'm gonna go there by bike, so I don't know, while biking is gonna be a little bit tough, but once I get that's actually gonna be weird. How do I lock my bike in front of the stadium? I have no idea. You know, there's gonna be like ten, five thousand, <laughs> two thousand bikes and like, I'm gonna find it, I guess. I don't know. We will yeah, see the are there bike racks outside of the
2: <laughs> train station?
3: I don't know. Are they that's gonna a going a bike, bike racks at the stadiums? They're like the big <laughs> they got big biking people. Are they gonna have people like watching it that it doesn't get stolen and stuff like this? Like how's that gonna be? I don't know. We'll find out. I'll, I'll let you know. Oh
0: very good, yeah. very good. All right, Chris. Uh you you gave your kinda uh somber pick of two one to the Eintracht. Roman has given a two nil pick uh to the Eintracht. track. The question is, what has Nathan got? Well it all depends on what Gacinovich does.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh,
0: <sighs> I didn't really want to bring that up. I really didn't want <laughs> to bring that up.
2: He'll definitely I think he'll probably get a start.
0: Oh he honestly. oh he definitely is gonna get a start. It's like Scream yeah, I totally did not think that about it. He's gonna start.
2: We know how to uh deal with him. So I'm hoping that he kind of tames their offense in ways that he usually does. No offense, Gacinovich, but uh no. yeah, I would say whew, I, I think this is all gonna come down again to our back line and trap. So I I, I would say it's either gonna be a two two or a three two victory. It's gonna be goal-scoring fest. And I totally so forgot about Gattinowich. So I have to, a... <laughs> I have
3: to, I have to amend mine. Mine is gonna be like now two-one because Gattinowich is gonna score. Like they always. That's a typical Frankfurt thing. It's the typical Frankfurt yeah. thing. People never play. Well, we don't they know how to keep
1: f- a clean sheet. So
3: first of all, that. Yeah. But second of all, is like you know, if somebody needs a little lift, Frankfurt is the perfect team. You know, to give you a, your emotional lift from your troubles. Play against Frankfurt and. Yeah, you know, and it's typical. You know, you have like always the same thing. You have like a player who hasn't played for ages, gets the first time in a long time to play against Frankfurt. Boom, they score. You know, and sometimes it's even like the same thing. You know, they only get like one chance ever, and it's going to be against Frankfurt, and then they score. And with Gatinovic, of course, he's going to score. And it's like if he plays, he's going to you know they'll bring it score. up on
1: the broadcast every yeah. time they bring it up on the broadcast, and it happens.
3: Yeah. yeah he's going to have a 70-meter sprint and right god <laughs> can i put money down on a score by gachinovich like this is a pretty safe bet guys i mean i'm pretty um, sure you the odds are odd so odd my... i mean i need to yeah find... but he's
2: going to pull his usual gachinovich like i'm just going to shoot from tw- 25 yards out of the box f- for no fucking reason and it, it would be a nice field goal in in american football but he'll turf it into the stands like he always does yeah so. and he's he gonna has to do a lot that.
1: of
3: experience doing that in that building too. right Ooh. and yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah and he's gonna do that right after the frankfurt game right don't get me wrong like i mean he's gonna score at least once or twice against frankfurt and then the after the <laughs> time afterwards he's not gonna score any you know he's just like he's gonna have that mm-hmm. match of the day performance um and and of course continuous i mean it's like Guys, right. put money down on a goal by Kacinowicz if he plays. <laughs> That's the only risk. I don't even know if he plays, if he will play. But uh, if he does, he's going <laughs> to score. I mean, like it's like a... Uh,
0: yeah, well, I'm kind of hands up in the air, kind of frustrated in my thought process when it comes to this match because I believe that this is going to be full of goals and it's not going to end in the most positive way for the Eintracht. I think it's going to be a two-all draw. Uh, yes, Chris Nolston, your prediction did kind of take my sandwich in that. But, you know, it's this, it's it's a safe play. Uh, it's better than us uh, fall, succumbing to uh, overconfidence. But I think that um, the confidence that we would have gained from beating Hertha... Um, really will tell and we will play much. We'll play better as a collective than we did against Bielefeld where we just, you know, got caught out by the one off, like one, a one off cross from Bielefeld. If anyone did see the highlights of uh, the game against Cologne, I mean, they didn't even have a shot until that happened. So that is my prediction. So, um, okay that's good. that's it for our podcast uh thanks for everyone listening in to all of our rantings and ravings uh ways you can get in contact with the podcast that is at heipod pod on twitter facebook.com slash pod for all the english language uh, news and information can be found there nathan where can we find you in the social media landscape you can find me um in our
2: discord server where we are right now um or on Discord at n a j a k w a, but yeah, we have the Hey Track Frankfurt Discord. Um, also on Twitter at the same
0: handle. Roman, where can we find you?
3: You find me on Twitter at S F Bay Eagles or Instagram, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I should yes, be more Yes, follow the Roman to admit, so but,
0: you can get information from them. Oh website. yeah.
3: Yeah, SF Bay Eagles, and of course, I'm going to hashtag or mention HefPod as well, right? So if you look for Pod stuff, and uh, yeah, so if you want to know more stuff about the game, follow me, and let me know. And if you Chris want to see anything, really right? If you, you got questions about it, yeah. you know, also let me know.
0: Because I can imagine it's going to be <laughs> a very interesting sort of matchday experience. Just saying.
3: There you
0: go, Chris. Chris
1: i am on twitter and discord at c in the d
0: 313 there you go and you can follow me brian sanders your host at kcsge uh ways to watch the more importantly ways to watch the eintracht uh this weekend so in the caribbean uh that's the flow sports with the flow sports app uh ko sports in australia Canada that's uh Sportsnet now the streaming service that they have there Germany that is Sky Sports Bundesliga you can also find uh the Eintracht in the United States of America and that is ESPN plus as one person actually asked us how we have enjoyed that so far i think it's been a uh, Pretty good. I would do kind of agree. Wish that they had could cut away to uh, a brief halftime kind of show that ESPN FC does where they mm. kind of round up everything. But you know, maybe we'll see that in uh the future. Uh in the meantime, we'll just kinda deal with what we got. And yeah, so that wraps it up for this episode of Hey I'm truck Frankfurt. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for episode 139. Uh and uh here's hoping that the Eintracht has a brilliant showing against Hoffenheim. So, uh until next time. Tschüss. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers.